0: Hello and welcome to a Leading Minds first podcast. This is gonna be a series of podcasts where every week we'll be bringing in entrepreneurs to talk about their experiences in and around mental health and how it's affected their business and personal lives. Now, what better place to start than our own journeys? and the issues and problems that we faced along the way as entrepreneurs that have led us to create Leading Minds. Um, So today's all gonna be about ourselves and hopefully you'll be be able to resonate with uh, you guys and you'll be able to take away points from this to know that you're not on your own. One of the biggest problems that we face when dealing with mental health issues is we think we're the only ones that are dealing with that issue. Um, The whole point and one of the reasons behind Leading Minds is to make sure that everybody that's going through challenges and problems in relation to mental health have an outlet to be able to say, okay, I'm not on my own. There's somebody else going through this and that it resonates with them to say, right, I need to reach out now and I need to start my journey to a better life.
1: So let's get into it then. Um, What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What does it mean to um, experience everyday life um, issues which you would, um, not being an entrepreneur, working a a normal nine to five, but I guess not having that um, support network, um, whether it be a HR um, employee saying, oh, we can provide you with X, Y, and Z resources, whether it be um, time off, or or whether it be um, seeing therapists, etc. I think uh, you've been in this game a lot longer than me, and I've actually not even been comfortable like calling myself an entrepreneur, but like having you as a friend and a mentor and now a business partner and you're affirming that to me, um, it, it gives me a lot more confidence and having other people say it as well. But from I guess for me, it was slightly um taking out all the really serious aspects like um overcoming addiction, childhood trauma, um various other aspects as well. It was a little bit of an imposter syndrome as well. Like I'm surrounding myself with some amazing people um, like yourself and various others. And I'm like, how do I get there? How do I get there quicker? You know, I need I need to be where, where they are. I need to be achieving these that, that's things. That's
0: interesting. What do you think getting there? What's the end goal?
1: So that's a common question now. Um, I ask it to people and we said we said this in the intro, um, and as cheesy as it says, uh, as it sounds, I don't and I don't care. It is to die happy in yeah. every in, a, <laughs> yeah, in every yeah. single aspect. Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, I, I understand that money is a very very useful tool to get you to specific places, holidays, nice car. You know, it, 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 I ask the question to myself and to people that I'm coaching at the moment. And I'm like, what car do you want to drive? What house do you want to live in? How much money do you want to earn in a month? These are important things. Because if if your um, income doesn't match the lifestyle you want to live, you're not going to live that lifestyle. And that can mean that you become unhappy and then you're equating that happiness to money, which I understand why people do it, but it's not healthy to do it.
0: It's not healthy to do it. Because I think in this day and age, it's very easy to create a facade right um, across social media mm-hmm. even out and about like I've, I've met people who have carried themselves very very well but they're just a shell of a person yeah. there's nothing behind it to back it up that relates back to mental health issues because people that lack that self-confidence which a lot of people do in the first instance they will look to aspire to be like someone who actually has no basis but is able to create that perception uh-huh. that they are something. And social media is is, is a big um, problem, a big issue, where it creates a facade in and around you know living this kind of life, going to this restaurant, going on these holidays. But you kind of sit there and don't think about what the reality is. You only think about what's presented to you at that point in time. That exactly, but what a lot of these people that follow these guys don't realize is
1: that those people going to Mykonos and going to Vegas and wherever else they want to be—that may be that—that may well be their reality. But they, what the other person doesn't see, is the hard graft yeah. which has gone into yeah. that. There you know, that they didn't just end too. up yeah. in yeah. those yeah. positions, yeah, eating exactly. in Noble and Haskasan exactly. and all these other fancy exactly. places. Exactly. Um, they've they've built whatever business, whatever reputation that they have um, through. Hard work. Okay, they might have had a little bit of help on the way. I think people um, to in order for you to achieve, I say, real success, whatever you, whatever someone's perception of success is. But in order for you to achieve these million dollar, billion dollar companies, you're not doing that on your own. No one's doing that on their own. You need help.
0: Of course, you need help. At the end of the day, <clears throat> a lot of people see this, and and this is what kind of worries me. You're a father. I'm a father, right? With my daughter growing up, I don't want her. <laughs> to think that you can achieve something with minimal effort and be really successful. Uh-huh. And that's the perception, the delusion yep. that we're living yep. in, in this day and age. Everybody wants the life, the life, but they don't want to do anything for it. Um And then it, it, again, links back to mental health because you sit there and you kind of think, oh, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not worthy enough. And it, in fact, it comes back to you because you sit there looking around you don't necessarily know what's behind the scenes but you'll take someone on face value and say do you know what yeah i'm working i'm I've set setting my business i'm successful but i want to be like him yeah. but you don't know what <laughs> him is
1: exactly do you know what
0: i mean and this is goes back to my question <clears throat> how do you know what the end goal is right you know you you're referring to the fact that and to put it in your words um die happy in essence what is that you wanna leave a legacy, right? And I think with that mindset, leaving a legacy for, you know, in, in the sense that making your child's life happier, um, your family's life happier, or, or a lot easier. I mean, we've both got the same background, right? Um, we've come from quite nefarious beginnings and- To put it lightly. <laughs> and then basically got to a point where, you know, you you kind of sit there and you say to yourself, "Okay, there's got to be another way, right?" Um, so, getting to that point in itself is 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 uh, um, is a journey. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but being able to have that mindset that you want to leave a legacy, you're building for making your child's life a lot easier so that you, they don't have to live the way that you had to live, they don't need to hustle the way you had to hustle or have to do mm. the things that you had to do. Um, that is a big enough goal that just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. And you know, I, there's a, there was a a, a a friend of mine, he was a boss of mine, he was, he was my boss actually. And I've known him for about 20 years and I always used to say to him, I used to say, Chris, you're never satisfied. You're never satisfied. Like, take a few seconds. Enjoy what we've achieved. He's like, no, no, no. I need to keep moving. I need to keep moving forward. I've got this goal I want to achieve. I've got this, you know, this this dream that I want to achieve. I can't stop. You know what I mean? Um, And I think coming back to the point of what you're saying, well, people don't see that. They don't they don't see the journey and the challenges and i think this is what this is all about mm. is making people aware that there are some serious issues that you have to go through to get to that end goal you know from a mental health perspective there's going to be times you are on your own there's there's times when you're you're literally in the most darkest of places and there's nobody else to reach out because they don't understand i mean from my Perspective, my, my, my situation. Um, you know, I, I, I set up my first business when I was 24 years old. And, um, you know, hand in hand with everything else that I, I was doing in around that time. Um, and I set up a training company. Um, so we set, we set up this training company offering soft skills, you know, management courses, customer service courses, this, that, the other. And we grew it to one of the largest training companies in the UK. You know, we had six offices around the country. We were doing, um, you know, six, seven courses a day out of that. Um, We had about 50 trainers on our books. You know, we were doing international courses for BP, for Shell, et cetera, et cetera. I was like 24 years old. You know what I mean? For me, it was like, this is great. This is is what Mm -hmm. I want to be doing. Um, And then 2009, 2008 came, recession hit and the majority of our customers were councils um and at that time you know learning and development learning and developers this massive push with diversity we'd created this these 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 uh equality and diversity courses um all the councils were were, were buying them we accredited our courses to level three level four um and, and and the councils were loving it you know we had some really good really big private clients as well but the councils were made up bulk of the business so as soon as the financial crisis hit um literally courtney overnight overnight like someone flicked a switch and we used to um so we used to obviously you can imagine we used to book up in advance those training courses Mm -hmm. um all of a sudden we're getting phone calls the phone was off the hook we need to cancel we need to cancel we need to cancel and at the beginning was like okay you know, you're kind of punch drunk with all these calls coming in, and then you've got BP and Shell doing worldwide rollouts that turn around and say, "Right, actually, no, we're now going to move from 30-day payment terms to 90-day payment terms." So not only are your bread and but your bread and butter has gone, your bigger clients are now saying, "Right, we need more time now." These trainers still needed to get paid, so unfortunately. You know, it was, it was kind of out of our hands. And, and that hurts. That hurts because you take that really personally, right? Uh, and, you know, I've, I've looked back and I've assessed it. And, you know, it was really out of our hands at that time. Um, and then from that, I got into digital advertising. And because, and I learned that from generating business through the training company. Um, so got into digital advertising and I loved it that happened and i managed to set up then um uh, my own advertising agency um where i had uh around about 30 staff across um four offices in three countries um and we developed this technology that was able to um really simplify the whole uh, cost per acquisition cost per lead uh, model for small to medium businesses um it was at its peak where I started suffering and even to this day I sit there and I think to myself okay what was the trigger and I still can't figure out the trigger but what it resulted in was me making some really really poor decisions got to a point in 2016 I remember that there was occasions where I was in my bed for about a week Curtains shut. I I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to meet anyone. I'd make any excuse not to leave the house. And I couldn't it kind of happened overnight. I don't remember it. I don't remember it creeping up on me or me having any warning signs or red flags up until that point. And you know, I, I, I remember every day I used to wake up and I used to say to myself, today's the day. Today I'm going to get up. Today I'm going to change my life. But that today never came. And you kind of sit there, you don't know it's depression. You don't know that's what it is. You kind of think to yourself, I'm being lazy. Um, I've got a lack of motivation I, I can't you know I'm not able to um, you know, I, this is a phase I'll get through it and it just got worse and worse and worse like my 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 self-confidence was was through the floor. Um, I had a few issues personally that then impacted uh, or kind of perpetuated that and 2016 for me was i don't I don't remember 2016. It's almost as if I've kind of blocked it out, but it was a really dark place for me. And I think it was everything catching up on me at that point. You know, the trauma, you know, you're talking about childhood trauma. Childhood trauma was an element of it. Um, The environment uh, growing up, um, you know, social environment growing up um was an element of it um you know decisions that you kind of make in your younger years was an element of it uh, a huge element of guilt which i'd never really felt before And um, because i'd just been you know 100 miles an hour like that 100 miles an hour 100 miles an hour um i'd never really stopped and that was the point it just hit me it just all 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 kind of caught up with me um and i would I, you know, I, I just didn't know what to do. <clears throat> I didn't have my business anymore. Every day I'd sit there and I'd think to myself, okay, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to get out of this? What am I going to create? What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Um, and from a business perspective, it was really, really, really difficult. Number one, you've got no motivation. Number two, you've got no self-confidence. Number three, the way you feel, you feel like a failure at that point in time but you can't figure out why. I didn't go for therapy. <clears throat> I didn't do anything to help myself. I did what, and without sounding sexist, I did what any man would do, right? Just deal with it, deal with it. I tried to talk to my uh, a couple of friends about it and the answer I got back was, man up. Uh-huh. What have you got to be depressed about? What have you got to worry about? You've got everything. And again this goes back to what we were talking about right at the beginning you see the perception you don't see what's going on right and you know we're only talking about say three years ago four years ago you're not able to reach out you you, you, at that point in time you weren't you know it was a sign of weakness to talk about your issues and your problems i thought the only way out of it was to create another business to push on to to just get on with it so 2017 i thought okay this is what i'm going to do i'm going to i'm just going to really you know push on and i'm i'm going to do this now the way i found the strength to do that was just to brush everything aside and to cover up that pain i started abusing substances alcohol etc cetera, etc cetera. so that was my release outside of that the only thing that was on my mind was I have to work. I have to work. Um, and you know I managed to get back on my feet and I managed to build something um, in and around digital advertising that, that you know, made, made me, made me quite, quite successful from a financial perspective. But I had this massive hole that I couldn't fill, this emptiness that I couldn't fill And that was purely due to the fact I hadn't dealt with my issues. All I did was moving forward was trying to suppress them. Um, So, you know, going out three, four times a week, um, you know, abusing substances three, four times a week. That's what my life revolved around. That was my escape. And then it kind of becomes a habit because you don't realize you're doing it. What you think is, the reason why you feel so content is because your business is doing well. It's got you don't put it down to the other factors that uh, that, that you know, that you the abuse that you might be causing yourself to try and um, cover up that trauma. Well,
1: what 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 it is? You dealt with the financial problems that was happening in your life. You didn't deal with any of the internal problems That's that were right. happening with your life. So it's interesting because I would see. Your Instagram stories and posts and what you wear and what you drive and I was like, what the hell has this guy yeah. got to worry about? Yeah, you know. But okay, okay, I didn't have it with that that such um, naive mindset because you you'd already told me. But the fact that you have this this wonderful from the outside perspective lifestyle, um, it is it, so easy for people to just be like, no, like he hasn't got any problems. He has not got any problems. And it it, it, it took me a while to understand it, but it. i think kind of, we like we kind of came into contact at the perfect time because i was just kind of progressing out of what you were still in or progressing into maybe um because like you said like we've literally had the, the same lives yeah. to to a degree um the the thing with me uh, and i never understood this comment until probably in the last 2 years to a year really um, was that my teachers always say um, Secondary school and primary school, and he's got so much potential, but he just doesn't yeah. do X. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What are they talking about? What poten- potential in what? A potential in being a science teacher, or a yeah, maths yeah, teacher, yeah, yeah. or a, like what? What? What is this potential you you, you speak of?" Um, and it, it really took me a while to understand it. And the thing that I think a lot of people, it's I wanted to reference it earlier, is that we live in or a lot of people live in a microwave society. Instant, yeah, you know, um, everyone wants to be a millionaire or a billionaire without putting in the work, yeah. Everyone, like, listen, even like I have to give in some influencers credit, you know, they, they build a brand for themselves, okay. Maybe there's not that much substance to some of them, but a lot of them, you know, they, they, they do that and then they'll branch off and build other businesses, yeah. you know. It still takes a lot of work, that, that is a job in itself, oh, yeah. you know. I, I couldn't be, I yeah, couldn't yeah. do that. Um, it's it, it's about running your own race. But going back to childhood trauma, environment, poor decision making, I used to be, I've had friends and obviously myself go, go through similar things. And like you said, you just think it's laziness and just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, just just make that it. right just decision. It, yeah. And we know we, like, when we know we're making these bad decisions but we're still continuing to make it. And yeah. like you said, it becomes habituous yeah. um, and autonomous, which yeah. is the, the, the scariest yeah. part it, because- that's the, that's the dangerous part, when it you, becomes yeah, autonomous, yeah. And you're not even realising. And literally 2019, I was sitting in the last gym, one of the last gyms that I worked at, and I was thinking about one of my friends who was going through some rubbish, um, I wasn't, Are we going to swear on this podcast? (laughs) Yeah, he was going through some shit. Not let's keep it real. You know what I mean? Um, He was going through some shit with substance abuse and whatnot, Um, and I had been supportive, but I think I could have supported him better. And then I was thinking about my past, and I was like, light bulb moment. I was like, you were as an addict a few years ago, yeah. And now I think there's different severities. I wasn't dependent on on drugs, but if you're doing drugs. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, yeah. a, a different, it, different. It, 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 there's a level addiction. of addiction right there.
0: I mean, look, the the fact, the the moment that I came to the realization of that fact, that substance, I was using substances to suppress not just what had happened uh, in 2016, but my for my whole life, whole life. Whole life, right? You know, they say they say life begins at 40. Right, <laughs> and I, what was that? I was I was forty years old, you know, and and the the scary thing is, if lockdown hadn't have happened, I don't know if I'd have been able to reach out and get the help that I need needed or realize that I needed it. Now, <clears throat> kind of December two thousand and nineteen, when I was just like. Off on one, you know, I was, I was just, I was out all the time, I was, I was in a, I was in a relationship, I was, everything was happy, it was all good, um, kind of, December 2019 I had things happen that just, like, really brought it home for me, massively, um, and kind of started this process of going through a really, really dark phase, really dark, um, I couldn't talk about it to anybody. I'm quite a private person anyway, I don't really talk about much. Um, and then having everything that happened previous, previously, know, suffer, suffering depression, etc, etc. All of a sudden, lockdown happens. Everything that is my escape has been taken away from me. Being able to go out. Being able to socialize, being able to do, be taken onto uh, into another realm, uh, you know, like all, all this stuff, alcohol, whatever, you know. There there was a point where I was I was drinking a bottle of vodka every day, every day, without without fail, going out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and God knows, it, I, I just wouldn't affect me, um, and that. Got that was actually funnily enough by March lockdown happened March, so by that time that was the peak of it, and I already know that from that point it already affected my relationship at that time, um you know my past traumas my my the depression that I or, or, that I had not resolved issues that I hadn't resolved had all affected my life my relationship my work at that time, um, so you're kind of sitting there on your own, and you're like, okay. Now it's time to spend per- spend time with the person that you hate the most, yeah? yeah? Like I hated my own company, literally hated it. I, I just didn't like being on my own because all these thoughts would come into my head. How am I gonna run my business? How am I gonna generate revenue? How am I gonna look after staff? How am I gonna bring in staff? Where is my business going? You know, all these questions, because the world just stopped. So you had nothing else to do apart from think about where you were in that moment in time. So I kind of had this epiphany where um, I I just sat there and I thought, okay, there's an opportunity here for me to force myself at that point um, to try and figure out who I am outside of all these external influences. And, you know, I'd already, I was already doing therapy at that point, um, but then I stepped up my therapy. Um, you know, therapy helped me a lot. Um, despite that, there was two occurrences, and I'm quite happy to talk about this, right? There's two occurrences, one in April uh, 2020, and one in September but September was this turning point. But April was, the, was, I, I was in such a dark place. That, um, I was like, okay, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. And I was literally sitting there on my own and I could not handle my own head, my own company. I couldn't handle it. I, I And all these problems, business problems, business issues, um, you know, personal issues, just these... The, the constant, if I had one thought, that thought had a thousand different arms to it. And those thousands, thousand arms had another thousand arms to it. And I, April, I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this, I, I, I can't go on. And then the first thing that came into my head was, people are gonna say you're selfish. If you commit suicide right now, you people are gonna think you're selfish. What about your daughter? And you literally justify it to say, well, I'm I'm not a man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have the self-confidence. I don't believe in myself. She'd be better off without me. That's the thought that goes to your head to justify it. I laid out everything ready. And that that evening, I I I was just I was ready to do it. And the only thing that stopped me was I'm a Muslim, right? Um and you know, I'm 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 like to think I'm religious. I believe in my faith, and you know the 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 punishment for suicide is eternal damnation. And you kind of sit there and you think, no, 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 I, I can't. That's the only thing. I, I kind of pulled my socks up and I thought, okay, do you know, what? I need to make a lifestyle change here, um, and I gave up drinking, um, and obviously. You know, as much as you tried, you couldn't get any drugs anyway. So, because it it was lockdown, so it was that wasn't even on the radar. So I was like, I'm just going to give it up. Um, Then I went through, um, I went through a breakup, um, and then that was purely my fault because of the way I'd acted, all this past trauma, everything that happened uh, previously, and stuff like that, Um, and that you know, you kind of going through this process anyway, you kind of have to come down to a a very low point to be able to then grow from that, to learn from that. Um, You know, what did they say that, you know, you've gotta, every time you level up, you're at the bottom, you're gonna feel very low until you can level up again. And then, you know, I'm kind of just trying to get pieces of my life together. Um, Trying to figure out who I am I I really didn't know who I was But it was such a challenge Because I didn't I couldn't deal with You know I couldn't deal with the fact that I was still having to deal with my own thoughts And my own problems And it came to September And September was basically I remember it was like a, a Friday night Yeah And again I was like I can't do this I can't do this. This time I'm I'm doing it. You know, I've given it a few months. This time I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna take my own life and that's it. Right? That's the best way out. Because there's no I I'm 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 unfixable. There's nothing gonna save me. There's nothing gonna turn me around. And again, the first thing that comes into my head is my daughter. Again, the same justification. And I sat there Friday night, I had everything in front of me. Between Friday night. And Monday morning, I hardly slept. I was going back and forth, back and forth. Now I'm going to do it. Now I'm going to do it. Then these thoughts come into your head, right? Listen, from a religious perspective, this, listen, you've got these businesses, like what the hell's going to happen? You know, your daughter, this, that, and the other. And you to find a way to overcome it. And then go back, right? And then, right, I'm going to do it now. And it was, it was... the way I think about it right now, it was a battle. I was battling. It was two people in that room. I was battling myself there. Saturday morning, I remember, I made about 20 phone calls. Random. Because I needed to speak to someone. Nobody picked up the phone. (laughs) I remember, nobody picked up the phone. And again, the whole day Saturday, I'm battling and battling. Couldn't sleep. Ready to do it just that last extra push that I, that would have brought me to that point. There was something just holding me back. And I remember getting through uh, to Sunday evening and getting to Sunday evening and, you know, maybe about 10, 15 times I tried to just take these pills and that was it. And then Sunday evening, there was a voice that, it it was sunset and Something something made me think, you know what, okay fine, you're going to do this, pray for forgiveness. Pray for forgiveness. I prayed and all of a sudden I just had this calmness descend over me. Now there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be listening to this that are going to be atheists, agnostic, religious. Um, this is not about the religious aspect of it, right? This was what I needed. At that moment in time, for me personally, everybody's journey is going to be different. And I remember praying and this calmness coming over me and then actually finally getting some sleep and waking up Monday. But that wasn't the point that made me resolve everything. The, the, point, the point that made me take the step forward to try and resolve everything was, that was the Sunday. Monday I'd woken up, Wednesday I had to go and pick my daughter up from school. So I picked her up. I'm, I'm 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 going there to pick her up, and I remember parking up and walking up the drive, and I felt so much shame. As a father, right? I felt so much shame that what kind of a man are you? That you were just about to take your own life, and now you're walking to see your daughter. And I remember walking up that path, and I just felt so much shame. And um, I felt at my lowest, despite what I tried to do at that point, point. and I remember going into the playground and you know she comes running over, she doesn't know anything, she's oblivious to everything she's smiling, running over, and I'm just like feeling like i'm I'm your dad like well, I, you know I, I, I yeah, I've been through this trauma and um whatever whatever but i I just feel like a shell of a man, so she's come running up and she's like, dada, dada we did this quiz today. I was like, okay. She goes, we had, to, we had to say who our heroes are. So that was when Black Lives Matter thing was happening. We were talking, and I was talking to her about civil rights and stuff like that. We talked about Martin Luther King, et etc. Et so because that was such a hot topic at that time, I thought she'd say something along those lines. And I was like, who did you say? And she looked at me like, you know, don't you know? And she was like, well, I said you. And I I don't get emotional in front of my daughter, rightly or wrongly, right? Um, I never have done. But that moment in time, I was like, I I was just gonna really break down because I thought, how am I your hero? How on earth am I your hero? I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what my anchors are, what my uh, morals, ethics are. I, I don't even know. How am I your hero? And I'm just feeling like I'm not worthy of that. So I turned around to her and I said, why am I your hero? And she said the words that I needed to hear at that moment in time, to be able to take the step forward. She turned around and said, because you never give up. Now, how can a nine year old, know the exact thing to say at that moment in time that I needed to hear to be able to say, wow. And the other thing was, how do you know I never give up? (laughs) Kids are so perceptive, it's unbelievable. And then from that day, I thought to myself, you know what, I've got to move forward. I've really got to make sure that I don't suffer from these demons again. You know, I've got to do whatever it takes. The problem that I had over those two, three years was there was nothing available for me to reach out to. There was nothing. I had no resource. Like I reached out to you four years ago, five, whatever it was, because I needed to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed to tell them about my issues. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And then that's the, at that point I started taking therapy a lot more seriously. Um, you know I I started um, working on my physical fitness you know I went from being completely overweight um, 90 odd kilos to really you know changing my body because I think physical fitness is is so important when it comes to mental health Um, but there was no resource available where do I go You know what I mean? Who do I turn to? Who's going to understand the challenges as an entrepreneur that I'm going through? That I have not only the burden of my own personal responsibilities, I have the burden of my business, I have the burden of my child, I have all these burdens that are, I don't actually, burden probably isn't the right word, that's what it feels like at that Mm -hmm. moment in time, um, that I need to deal with. Who's going to understand that? Only another entrepreneur or somebody that is able to provide that kind of resource. On that level, is going to be able to to understand that, and then that journey has obviously led us to to where we are now. Well,
1: <clears throat> it's funny you say that. I, I think everyone understands their own issues in their own different way, and I, I think what is more important apart apart from maybe a therapist, well, yeah, apart from a therapist, sometimes it's not about trying to understand understand why you do it, except that you've done it, yeah, and now you need to make Better choices, better life decisions, better healthier habits, in order for you to improve the situation. So, <clears throat> as I said, I, I'm, I'm going to class myself as being an entrepreneur. I guess from when I started my own PT business, but I, I, I wouldn't say it was a thriving, thriving business. But certainly, from 2017 was when things started to like go for, for me. You know, I I, I, was, I went from earning like a thousand pound or sixteen hundred quid a month from any job I've been in up until I was 23. And then like I'm earning like four to 6,000 pounds a month from, from personal training, I'm like, this is amazing. Um, but I realized I needed to re- remove myself from, from an environment that I was in. Um, and no one had a gun to my head telling me to, to do these drugs, you know, at, at that time, I wanted to do them, you know, it wasn't a thing to conform, I wanted to, um, like you said, um not deal with any of the, the trauma that I had. So like I got kicked out of my house when I was 18. Um, my dad lives in Texas, so I couldn't go there. I had no family, no family reached out to me. Yeah. They all knew I was kicked out. Um, and just so you guys know, this wasn't, um, I had no criminal, I've still not got a criminal record. You know, I, I wasn't a bad kid. Just me and my mum, we, we just didn't get on. And so that changed something in me that day. I was like, I'm like, shit your own family will kick you out of your house for literally no reason. Yeah. I was like, how can someone do that? Um, now, I've been really, really fortunate that I have um, lived with three of my closest closest friends while I was kicked out, and their 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 families helped support me. Um, but even then, even when you have this amazing support network, you have this great, great habit of self-sabotaging, yeah. which we love to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and whether it, for me, it was um, letting down people. Someone that's done so much for me, and then I do something which I think in my head is insignificant, but it's actually quite important to them. And I let them down. And like you said, the guilt, the guilt that you feel. And I'm like, these people have done, have put me in their house. They're cooking for me. They're doing all this for me, helping me get out of debt. And I'm like, why the fuck have you just disrespected them like that? Um, and, like you said I, I was I remember I was walking home once from work and I was like I can't do this anymore and um, loads of buses going past me and I'm like you don't have to do this if you don't want to mate. throw yourself in front of this bus and let's be done with it and I was like I was just walking slow and I was like next one I'd like you said the next one I'll do it and next one I'll do and and I think I just got scared. I was like, I was like, actually, I was like, I'm really, really not happy in my life right now. But I was like, I think death scares me more than than what I'm experiencing right now.
0: So was it just the fear of death, or was it another trigger, or, or another reason?
1: For me, I, I think it's the fear of death because I've always been scared of death, yeah. um, even like from a young, young kid. Uh, and I think it was due to my dad moving to Texas, and I'm like seeing him once a year, and I'm thinking, it, what with every passing year, he's getting older and older, and I've spent the same amount of time with him still Um so I was like that I think that is a massive contrib- contributing factor but I'll be honest the the turning point for me was my fiance um who I I, I I do take her for granted I really really do um so she'll be happy when she hears you heard this. It here first. but um but um but she's 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 perfect man she is amazing and if it wasn't for her, I, I definitely don't think we'd be sitting here today. I wouldn't be in the financial position I'm in today. And this wasn't through any of her actionable words saying, you need to do this, her presence. It was just yeah. her presence yeah, yeah. made me want to be a better person. I finally found someone that lo- like, was in love with me, wanted yeah. to spend every waking moment with me. And I was like, I knew, in, I proposed after nine months. <laughs> we moved in um, very, very early together. I can't remember how, how long. And then I, yeah, I proposed after nine months. So yeah, I think it would have been about six months, maybe that we we moved in together. Yeah. Um, she like, do you know I mean, this woman who I know, no she doesn't not earning loads, and loads of money. Took me to Mexico for my twenty fifth birthday, yeah, yeah. spoiling me, and I was like, I'm marrying this woman. Did,
0: did she know? Did you open up to her about the problems that you were facing and stuff none, like
1: that? None of them, really. None of them. But she knows me like the back of my hand, and she like she 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 knows. She like drips drips and drabs. Um, where she'd actually known me um, for, for years and years before we were even together. Um, she knew, like, I used to do drugs and stuff like that and and whatnot, but in terms of the childhood trauma, she wouldn't have known any of that until we we came together and, and started speaking about my mum more. Um, but, yeah, th- th- that was it. And I remember I had this, um, I was living at my, um, my old house where my dad used to live when my mum and dad split up. And there was this um some of my dad's old stuff there still And there was this little yellow pot there um and i remember when i made the decision to start saving money and i was earning good money um and my overheads were nothing and i remember i'd saved like 500 pounds and i was so proud of myself when i called her i was like babe i'll save 500 yeah. pounds i'll save five. i was like when we've got this much you know i'm gonna we're gonna i'm gonna book us a holiday and whatnot and then i remember like when we'd moved into our first place together and i i, I hadn't stopped you know, I was like, I am not stopping now. I'm, I'm loving this, um, and I, this is coming from a person who always spent out their means, even when they didn't have money. So I'd be in debt, and I remember I had twenty thousand pounds in the shoebox <laughs> from, <laughs> from all the cash that I'd save from all my personal training clients, and uh, I, I would count it, and um, every time I, I, got, I put more money in there, I would tell her, I was like, Babe, I've saved this, and <clears throat> next thing you know, we are, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm treating us to holidays. We've got a house. We've got a beautiful one-year-old daughter together. Um, <clears throat> and here we are today you and, you and myself have got two businesses that we we run together um, now I'm glad because you've kind of gone into a bit more depth into your um, personal issues and I'm sure I mean I'm happy to speak about mine um, whether it be on this podcast or not or another one but I think the most important thing for people to be able to take from these is don't have the naivety in thinking you are alone because, exactly. you know, every single person in the world is going is going to or has gone through some sort of mental trauma, whether it's from childhood, whether it's from an experience that they've um, had as as an adult. What you what people have to realise is is people are going to react to the situation differently. Yeah. Some people will experience it straight away, open up. Yeah, I need to get help. Yeah, because um, we know we know that um, therapists exist. It, it, you know, You know, we know there's CBD courses, CBT courses and, and, and things like that. Um, it's about having the courage. I think it takes a lot of courage to, to do therapy. Um, it's something that I, I know I need to do. I mean, I've recommended it to clients and they've said best thing they've ever done.
0: Therapy is almost, you know, the thing about therapy is, it's almost like a swear word, do mm. you know what I mean? I mean, if you say to people, Oh, you, oh, you know, see a I'm shrink? The therapist. Yeah, You're a oh, what's wrong what? with you, man? You know, <laughs> like w- the thing is, the the, the, the irony is. Nowadays, therapy is dressed up as coaching. Mm. Yeah, I have my coach that I'm gonna go and see. The thing is, there's you know it, different people deal with different things. Exactly how you say, but you know what we're trying to do here is we're trying to make sure that people don't have to hide behind anything. Yes. You know, like you said, and you hit the nail on the head, some people are gonna turn around and say, I need help. Now what we feel is they're able to reach out to a resource that's gonna be able to give them Mm -hmm. um, the solutions. But there's gonna be some people that are gonna sit there and say, do I need to do this? Do I don't, can I deal with this on my own? Am I able to just get over this? This is just a slump. I've lost my mojo, whatever it is, right? That's the worst thing that you can do. That's the worst
1: thing. That I you can I, do. I personally believe, and whoever hears this, if you if you've done it, then you can you can send us an email and tell me I'm wrong. I don't believe for one second that anyone has got over some serious mental trauma on their own. No. And you might think you've done it on your own. So like yeah. up until a few years ago, I've been back with Becky five years this year. Up until a few years ago, I thought I I did this all on my own. You know. Yeah. Even though because Becky's not told me to do anything. No. Yeah just her being there That's right. That's has, right has has made me want, Absolutely, want, want, man. want I to mean, do these things
0: for me one of one of my um, one of my biggest anchors in my down times, this is especially the first time back in 2016 you know you're in this really really dark place you kind of want to reach out and talk to people but you don't know who Um, was my best friend and I used to call him up at four o'clock in the morning he'd answer my calls he'd always answer my calls no matter what And he was the only person that would sit there and he would just listen you know he would he would he would give me advice on certain things uh or give his his perspective on certain things but the fact that he was on the other end of the phone and he was listening that was enough for me at that moment in time to make me feel like okay fine i've got that off my chest i can relax for a little bit Mm -hmm. You know, you never ever get over that emotion. But the fact that he was there, like literally, every time I called him, there isn't a single occasion he never picked up. Whether he was at work, whether he was out, he would always pick up the phone. You know what I mean?
1: And and that's that's you know, like I I can't even begin to describe how lucky you are yeah. as, as a human being to have have someone like that. And and, and it and and that's the whole thing. The, the whole thing of feeling alone and that no one is there for you. And and some people will be in that situation where yep. apart from an external resource um no, nobody is is there for them but that's why i'm so i can't even think of the best describing word grateful happy excited that because with the therapy side of thing and 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 helping people we always look through one avenue yeah you need to go and see a therapist yeah. Well, that might not work for me, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. What else? What else helps? So we're, we're we're trying to encompass everything. So yeah. all these all these roots of entry that we got. Um, do you know what? I don't think I need therapy. I'm going to try a fitness program, um, or I'm going to try yoga, or I'm going to try meditation, or whatever it may be, yeah. or just just being in a in a community of like. whatever that people. first
0: step is. That allows you to move forward on your journey, take it. Yeah. You might not be ready for therapy right now. You might want to work on your physical fitness. It's not a problem with that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the fact that you're acknowledging yeah. that you, ha- you have your, your mental health needs some kind of assistance. Don't suffer alone. This is the biggest thing that I've learned. Do not suffer alone. There's so much resource out there, the problem with it is it's so fragmented, you don't know who to reach out to. But let's say for example you're spending £150 on therapy. Why well, do you know the the your therapist is any good? You know? Even that's gonna play on your mind, right? When you've got when you're a business owner, when you're an entrepreneur, right? And and you know, a lot of people associate themselves as entrepreneurs And however each individual wants to assign that label to themselves Great, fine But you know what? <coughs> Ultimately what you're saying By by using that title is I have an idea I have a belief I have a passion I want to take this idea, belief and passion to market So, and I want to make a living out- off of it because i really believe in my idea that drive and that passion takes up about 80% of your energy cuz you're constantly that you live and breathe it you know i've seen people work 7 days a week 12 to 12 16 hours a day because they they firmly believe in what they are trying to achieve in their business and everything else gets kind of put to the side you know it's kind of you lift your head up and all of a sudden your business is doing great, but you've been through this journey and you haven't addressed any of the issues from prior that then will, may represent themselves. And, you know, it's taking that first step and being able to say, you know what, I I, I I understand my life is very different to somebody that works nine to five and my priorities are very different to someone that works nine to five. But I need I need a resource. I, I need to take the first step to be able to start this journey and get over the challenges that I'm facing. Now, look, we've talked about extreme examples. You know, not everybody. Mental health doesn't have to be extreme. Mm-hmm. Mental health issues, depression, anxiety, stress, etc. It doesn't have to be at an extreme level. For you to take that step. There could be small factions of it that uh, sm- small factors of it that may affect your day-to-day. Address them. Address them. Have the confidence to turn around and say, you know what? I need help. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to turn around and say, you know what? I'm, I'm actually, I've got a problem here. I'm suffering here. You know, I, w- I want to speak to someone. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, you know, ultimately having all these resources under one roof should, m- should prevent that barrier to entry for people to access exactly what they need. Now, when you're talking about, I mean, we, we kind of banded about this word, you know, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, what does it mean? And it's funny because your perception of an entrepreneur is someone who's already achieved something, yeah. Okay? But that's not the case being an entrepreneur is a lifestyle it is it's you live it and you breathe it it's what you do every day it's not the end destination it's what you do on a day-to-day basis to push forward that passion Mm -hmm. that you have right and it's funny how you disassociate the two because look you know i was having a conversation this morning about um you know what is how you kind of a roundabout way, how do you class an entrepreneur? Well, if you've got somebody who's running a nail salon and she's running this nail salon and she's making a business out of it, she's an entrepreneur. Yep. You know, we this label it it it, it we've kind of attached this label to success.
1: Millions in a Ferrari, Millions Rolexes, in a Ferrari. No, you know? it's
0: the road to success. It's the road, the journey to get to that point. Um And again, you know, hopefully every week we can bring in people that are representative of that whole, you know, um, um, the the, the, the whole community out there and the environment out there and the different people that are running business from from now micro-businesses are are on the rise. People are starting to take the initiative and run businesses at home, to SMBs, to, to, to your bigger companies. You know, if you're out there living your passion and your dream and you're making money out of it, you know, you know what, I wouldn't call you an entrepreneur, I'd call you blessed. It's as simple as that, right? That if you're able to, to, to live out your dream and your passion mm-hmm. and, and, and make a living from it, you know? And I suppose what we're trying to do is ensure that everybody that's doing that is able to do it to the best of their ability.
1: 100% that, and, and I think lockdown has made a lot more entrepreneurs, yes. funnily enough. Yeah. Um, lockdown for me has made me realize that I am, I am, I am one. Um, and and like you said, I associated the word entrepreneur with someone who's already successful, and that, and that's why when people call me an entrepreneur, I'm like, but no, I'm, I'm not where I, I'm not where I see myself that's yet. Right. Yeah. And and that's why that's I'm right. I'm 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 understanding now. I'm like, no, I am an entrepreneur. You know that my whole journey is my journey. Yeah. It's not anyone else's. Yeah. So whatever level of, of success I I think is 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 uh, deemed satisfactory to me. Um, you know, it, it kind of is what yeah, it, is. it is. But um, it, it, it it's and it hasn't done it for everyone, but like lockdown, you had to pivot, you had to adjust. That's right. And That's for right. me, I, <clears throat> I invested um, into myself and, and booked onto a um, fitness business mentoring course. Now, this was dressed up to be something that it certainly wasn't. Um, and I ended up only doing, it paid for the whole course. Um, but ended up only getting about five to six months worth of good value from it but then i I accepted it i'm not going to throw my toys out the pram and start like chasing mentors and saying i want my money back i'm like okay you screwed me over a little bit but you know what everything that i did learn i'm going to double down on and shit, it's helped me yeah massively in, in ways that like biggest my biggest year for profits last year you know this year I'm hoping to, to double that. But you see,
0: that. this is the thing, right? Because because you had dealt with a certain degree of your mental health issues, you were able to identify the opportunity at that point in time.
1: Well, I was fortunate. Um, a friend of mine, I haven't actually spoke for a month now, and and, and I definitely do want to speak to him, um, he's a lot younger than me, and, and people can have that misconception that you're younger than me, so you can't know more than me. Yeah, yeah, well, he knew a lot more than yeah. me and was a lot more open minded than me. Um, and he had advised me to do a course, the mentoring course. I brushed it off the first time. I'd already had like 50 clients. So I was like, I don't need it. I know yeah, what I'm yeah. doing. But it's, it's to scale, it's to, to be able to do what you're doing, make more money, but either work the same or work less. And then he said it again. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. And he he influenced me to start reading again and just be more open-minded, you know, and put my ego to the, yeah. to the side, which I think was a hard thing to do sometimes. it is, no, it is, it is a really it's hard, a hard thing, thing, to, thing do. to do, really hard thing if to you, do. If you've built something, you know, and it is doing really, really well, yeah. but it still could do better. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for you to be like, so you're basically saying I'm not doing that good, then, aren't that, you? You yeah, know, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's you, know? Right, you kind of take it personally. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I took it. You do take it kind of personally, but um, I I I, will, I, will, I thank him definitely for for giving me um, the, yeah, just to I guess put that ego aside and having the 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 crop. The but you know, you talk courage. about ego
0: and and talking about entrepreneurs and stuff like that. I see so many entrepreneurs, right, that regurgitate the same stuff over and over and over again, right? Trying to, I don't know what they're trying to do. Are they trying to create exposure for themselves? Because they're not helping anybody with the stuff that they say. All they're doing is trying to portray something that isn't achievable. You know, people need to start talking about their losses, not their wins. Mm. Because how our losses affect us from a mental and mental health perspective and trying to overcome them. While all this time you've got to push. Remember you've got no revenue coming in. You've got no money coming in unless you sell. That's your whole remit. So the fact that you know, you're know you going to have so many losses. How do you deal with that? None of these people talk about it. They'll, they'll come up with some rags to riches story. I was such and such. And I became such and such. And I did this this way. And I did this. It's all regurgitated over and over again. And I just hope that we can really strip back yeah, to the core fundamentals of what it means and the challenges that people face. It's the struggle. It's the struggle, and it's I, the struggle I, that's I, right.
1: I have this on my checking form. We have, what was your biggest win this week? Yeah. And I say, what was your biggest yeah. struggle this week? We need to address it. Yeah. Why did you struggle with it? What can we do so that next week we can either completely do a load of damage control uh, and eliminate this struggle, yeah. Or you just find a better way of dealing with it if it's something that's unavoidable. And like you said, they go from strictly, literally rags to riches. Well, I
0: want to know what happened in between, bro. How did you get there? How did you get there? And then, you know, how did you deal with your losses? How did you deal with the issues that you had to face? Who did you turn to? You know, a lot of the time you hear about entrepreneurs. I was on this journey on my own, and you know, I I I really got. And they're inspirational stories, right? but it doesn't necessarily need to be that way mm, 100% as a community as a global community we're a lot closer and a lot more interconnected now so why can't we help each other why the, can't we learn from each other
1: you can get to the same destination but still take a different path exactly exactly and and that's what people need to understand exactly. you know if i get to a million pounds this way but he gets to it that way yeah is one of us is one of us better than the other no no that's
0: right that's right i mean I've, I've always been of the mindset and i know you are as well that you can just learn from anybody you can learn from anybody um the difficulty that we have is applying those learns yeah applying them to whatever we do on a day to day basis the other thing is when we do face those challenges and we do i mean i've you know obviously in my network I have a lot of entrepreneurs, I have a lot of people that are business owners, and we talk, and we talk about the challenges that they face. And again, they're, n- they're, not, they're not all as dark as where I've been. My, my my example, I would say, is quite dark, right? But they face challenges, but they don't know who to turn to, and do you know what they do? They just keep going, they just keep going, they just keep going. Now that's going to have a psychological burden on you, and your decision-making moving forward. So. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I'm really excited to be able to provide a resource where, you know, people can come and address their issues and deal with their issues. And, you know, who are you ultimately giving back to? Yourself. And ultimately, if you can do that, then everything that around you and that's associated with you, your family, your friends, are going to reap the rewards of you.
1: Spot on. As an individual. If you are happy, you will emit happiness and people around you will be happy. If you are negative, everyone else around you is going to take in that energy. And or or they if they're in a really high place mentally, they they will recognise that and then they'll cut you off with that. We don't want to be associated with that. We don't want that negativity in our in in our life. So Yeah. I think so. um, We've covered a lot in this a hell of a lot a (laughs) lot more than I think we we, we
0: were planning to cover but you know what what are the takes from this everybody's going through issues don't let the facade fool you everybody is going through their issues our perception to this world and you explained it I'm guilty of that the perception that you put out to the world is very very different or what people put out to the world is very very different to the reality Um, and remember you know you're not on your own you're not on your own everybody is good if you're going through it somebody else has been through it somebody else has been through and they've got over it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they've got over it
1: i think if we could kind of bullet point it it's that you've not done this there's there's more than one person going through what you're going through yeah. there's more than one way in order for you to improve your mental health yeah. through different avenues like we said through physical fitness through therapy etc etc there's you can you can get to the same destination, but go a different pathway yeah. in order for you to be successful. And to be an entrepreneur, does not mean you are right now wearing a Rolex and you're driving a yeah. nice car. It's that you're actually broke right now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, that's and the, that's and you're the and you're and you're building your business, yeah. and you're like, oh man, no, yeah. I'm going to be really tight for bills this month. Yeah. I'm going to have X amount, you know. I'm, I'm I have to really live in my means. I yeah. can't really socialize, but that's the journey. That's the you journey. Know? The the struggle is the journey, and yeah. and that's what makes it that much sweeter, um, because. You feel it's a reward, yeah. Um, for, from yourself, That's right. Um, it's just about just sitting back, realizing what you are, ha, ha, planning something out. Okay, okay. What is this going to take? How much? How much stress is going? Is this going to put on my life? Can I? Do I have the capacity to be able to to, to deal with this? If the answer is yes, great. You've probably got a great network behind you. If the answer is no, you need to have the. What's the word? Let's say, let's say the courage and the humility you need to have the humility to be like I need someone else to help me with this reach out yeah that's it and that's, that's, what, it. that's what that's what Leading it. Minds is you about know
0: what? and the other thing is you know we, when we're touching talk, about the therapy side of things you know I, I think I think it's something that we shouldn't be ashamed of you mm-hmm. know it, it's, it's it, the help is out there all we've done we haven't reinvented the wheel we've just bought it in one place, under one roof, for everybody to access. Um, And we've only done it off the back of the fact that these things have helped us. Exactly. And that they can help, you know, everybody else that's going through these situations and everybody else that is finding it challenging, especially with everything that's going on at the moment, you know? Um, But yeah, that's the the first episode. Well, guys, thank you so
1: much. This is episode one of
0: the Leading Minds podcast.